user U2 is becoming a parent for the first time and is wondering how to approach sleeplessness with a newborn, as well as how to make sure the sleeplessness doesn't lead to insomnia. And they're also wondering about a snoring partner and things I've said about not sleeping on the couch. If you are having any similar questions, then welcome to mine in the comments. In today's episode, we're gonna take a deep look at user U2's questions and I think extrapolate something really, really helpful from them. Uh, but uh, before, before we jump into the comments, I just wanna address something. Uh, if you are a long time uh, you know, subscriber to this channel, you may have noticed that um, Heard Online is back this week and Mind in the Comments is back this week, but things look a little bit different. What is what is going on? What's Coach Daniel up to? Well, <laughs> I just wanted to talk a little, just a second about this uh, ahead of time. So uh, many of you know that during the summer, I was away, I was in Spain, didn't produce any new content. Now I'm back, but not quite really. The thing is that, uh, you know, um, with scheduling, you know, the kids back to school, but my, my wife hasn't started her new job. It's been, I haven't really figured out how to do things, but then I had this kind of like idea that why don't I, why don't I film all the episodes I can film on the same day? So today is actually Monday as I'm filming this, but this is going to be, when you watch this, it's going to be Friday if you watch it the first day. So anyway, I'm doing it in a new way. And then like, I, I'm wearing the same clothes. So if things look like a little, different then this is why I'm, I'm, I'm this new idea now where i'm going to create a whole bunch of content on mondays and then we're going to have you know heard online every week we're going to have money in the comments every week we're going to have insomnia insight every week and um and so yeah you know let me know if you thought it was weird like oh why is daniel having the same clothes <laughs> every day yeah, i'm not i'm changing my clothes anyways that's just a little 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 comment there all right so with that said let us jump in and look at this comment so I said this was from uh, user U2 because I, you know, I don't know what the actual name is of, of uh, user U2. So I'm just saying the first thing here, user U2. Uh, but yeah, this is a comment on Insomnia Insight number 514. And it goes like this. Thanks for the great tips, Daniel. Your work has been immensely useful for me. So glad to hear that. And thank you for letting me know. It means the world every time. I have two questions I'd be super grateful for some help on. Number one. Any advice on how to approach and accept sleeplessness with a newborn? Our first child will be born very soon and I'm getting a little anxious about the stories I hear from new parents about lack of sleep. And I'm thinking about how this might resurface my past issues with sleeplessness. And this last sentence, I think is gonna to lead to kind of probably the most helpful insight of this video. Anyway, number two, any tips for how to deal with a snoring partner? I know from past videos, sleeping on the couch is something you advise against, but I'm not sure what to do when it gets particularly loud. Thanks. So first of all, again, thank you, user YouTube, uh, for, 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 for asking and for sharing this. And now let's look at these questions. So I, I actually I broke it down in four parts because I think there's kind of four things we really want to talk about here. One is any advice on how to approach and accept sleeplessness with a newborn. Firstly, I think you're already doing it. You know, the question here is so nicely worded. There is an expectation that there is going to be some sleeplessness with a newborn, which I guarantee that there will be. I've been there. I had two small kids at one point, and every single day I would take a nap during my lunch break at work. It was every single day I was I was chronically sleep deprived, as all parents are. But you know what? 
it was a nice time looking back and it was not easy it was not an easy time but uh you know the, the there's definitely in my memories of that time in my life the 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 lack of sleep does not feature prominently whatsoever uh but you know i, I digress i don't know why i went on to kind of a trip down memory lane but uh the, the the point here is that user user you too is seeing that is seeing that there will be some lack of sleep when you have a newborn that is a part of life 100 percent but it's saying, how can I accept that? And I think this is the key. I think you're already doing it so nicely. Meaning, if somebody uh, thinks of it as like, okay, I cannot have a night of less sleep. I must sleep this amount. I must sleep in this quality. Then now, now it's a me. Now it's kind of this internal struggle. Now we're trying to have control or something that cannot be controlled, and it's going to be me versus me. We're kind of fighting ourselves and fighting our brain, trying to make it sleep, etc. That leads to struggle. But when we just see that there is going to be some sleeplessness and our kind of default uh, approach to that is we're going to make it as okay as, as it can be, I think that's wonderful. And as something practical, is something like accepting that, yeah, we will be tired. You know, there will be some fogginess. We will be sleepy. We will be, we will be a little bit more irritable. But that's that's just that's totally normal and human. It doesn't, you know, call for any, you know, any particular action i think just just that in itself is is um, that's all that's all i have to say about that and i think actually to summarize that is like the way you're uh, approaching it is very very helpful but here's something i think this is this i really wanted to look forward to, to talking about this i'm thinking of how this might resurface my past issues with sleeplessness in in other words what news you two is saying here is what if i have a tr trouble sleeping when i have a newborn and then my insomnia comes back, you know, which is a natural fear when we have this intense struggle. And, 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 and so I really want to spend some time on this. So here's the thing. How does insomnia happen? It really, you know, mostly, you know, starts with the story that is something. Or really always, I, I could even say always, starts with a story that is some, somehow like this. There is one night of less sleep or trouble sleeping and then there's an attempt at preventing that from happening a second night and the attempt at preventing that makes it happen a second night and the attempts at preventing it happen a second night makes it happen a third night and so on and so forth in other words insomnia is a circle of resistance it's an ongoing struggle to sleep that comes from the attempt at preventing ourselves from not sleeping. That's 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 insomnia. Now, when we see this, what we can realize is, you know, when when we go like, uh, I'm thinking of how this might resurface my past issues with sleeplessness. There's sort we're seeing sort of like an um, an emerging attempt at trying to make sure we don't have insomnia. We, there's an emerging attempt to try to make sure we don't have trouble sleeping. And when we know that, aha, insomnia just comes from trying to prevent ourselves from having trouble sleeping, then we see that, ah, you know, there's, I'm sort of going towards a place where I'm trying to control sleep, which was made, what made me have trouble sleeping in the first place. And that is the a huge, huge aha moment because when we see this, then that, that you know, um, 
that circle of, of resistance is not going to happen because automatically when we realize like, ah, my resistance, my trying to avoid this happening was the reason it happened again. Then we go like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to step away from trying to have control over this. I'm going to step away from trying to prevent, you know, and then things get easier and easier. I think this is something to really, like if it was like kind of unclear the first time, listen to it again. And, and, and I think this is a really, really helpful to see. Now three, any tips for how to deal with a snowing partner? To me, the, the key insight here is to see the difference between sleep disruption and insomnia. Anyone who has slept next to somebody who snores loudly uh, most likely would have had some sleep disruption. It's annoying. It's just some noise that that you know keeps us from sleeping well. And, and that sleep disruption happen, happens to, to all of us, right? It can be pain, it can be noise, it can be you know any, any number of circumstances. Insomnia on the other hand is not driven by the circumstances, but by the fear that the circumstance will keep us awake. When we're scared that the snoring will not allow us to sleep, when that fear is actually the reason we're not sleeping, not the snoring, but the fear that is insomnia, right? So with this in mind, any tips? I think uh, anything that makes the snoring um, less bothersome can be helpful when we when we look at things from a sleep disruption perspective. Earplugs when we're just like you know yeah the snore the, the now then the sound is kind of annoying me. I, we can put in some earplugs, totally fine. Or like you know ask our, our partner to sleep on their side or something like that can be totally fine when we just see that this is sleep disruption. Um, on the other hand, when we're like putting in earplugs because we're so scared and we're like oh, I, I hope this works, please work. I cannot be awake anymore like this. Then what we're trying to block out is actually not the sound. We're trying to block emotions. We kind of block the emotions that come from how we think about the sound. And when we try to block emotions with earplugs or, or eye masks or anything like that, they just become stronger. Like always when we try to suppress emotions, they become stronger. So I think understanding the difference between sleep disruption and insomnia is the key here. And in this it goes on in four again here, sleeping on the couch is something that you advise against. Not really. I don't think there's any problem whatsoever with sleeping on a couch. But when we go to the couch because we're trying to escape our fear of not sleeping, that is tricky because whenever we try to get away from our emotions, they become amplified. But if if you're if you're just like, oh, the snoring is annoying, I'm just gonna sleep on the couch. There's no problem with sleeping on the couch whatsoever. So so those are the key things here. Um, hope this is really helpful to you, user you too. And uh, please let me know if you see this, uh, you know, what you thought in the comment section. And with that said, we're going to conclude here. I hope you, you will have a wonderful weekend ahead. And I hope that the content here is leading you to where you want to be, a place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind. If that is happening, please let us know. Share that in the comment section. If not, if you're still struggling, you're not really seeing how things, you know, how our teaching fits for you. For, you, for your circumstances, you would like that contextualized. You would like to not approach this alone. You'd like some company. You'd like to start you know, feeling like yourself again using our offerings. Then please head over to thesleepcurseschool.com. Check out our coaching options. And if you'd like to, to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side. All right, that was it for this week. Look forward to having you back next week. And we shall go from there. Bye now.